Have you ever been able to talk someone out of being upset because it's not really that big a deal? It's very much like looking at somebody who's in a rage and telling them, hey, bro, calm down. Like as far back as I can remember, no one has ever, I don't think in the history of the planet, go back to ancient Egypt to now, I don't think anyone has ever calmed down because somebody looked them in the eye and said, bro, calm down. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back, everyone. It is great to be with you again for another week. Last week, we did five episodes, five days, which is really cool. It all coincided with the release of my new book, which is right over my shoulder here if you're watching on YouTube, but The Leader's Garden, How to Grow Healthy, High-Performing People, that launched last week, which was amazing. It shot up. All of you supported. Um, so, so grateful to have all of you, but the book shot up to number one in mentoring and coaching and workplace behavior, just like that, like it rocketed up the charts, and uh, I was really grateful for everything that you did, everything that our book launch team, there's just a great group, all of the book launch team, they're in the acknowledgement section of the book, you know some of them, and so as you go out, high five, shake their hand, uh, couldn't have done it without you, definitely couldn't have done it without that, which is really cool, so this is the episode of the week, is the midweek mindset, this is what we do on Wednesdays, and this week, I'm going to give you a quote right out of my book, again, this time it's a quote directly from me, never assume someone sees the light at the end of their struggle, never assume someone sees the light at the end of their struggle. And in the book, I talk about these three different things that happen in regards to suicide and mental health and our part. And I think what we do, I talk about time, vision, and encouragement, certainly. But this, I'm talking about the three things that we do um, that can cause some negative harm or that can have a negative impact on people that are close to us that are struggling. And so the first thing I talk about in the book is that sometimes when people are struggling and they're, they're in the pit of despair, we have a tendency to trivialize what they're going through. And we can make it in our minds because it's not a big deal to us. We can assume it's not a big deal to them. And I fall into this pit all the time with my wife in particular, but sometimes with my kids too. And it started with my kids. I never realized this when they were very little. It started with my kids way back when they would like get hurt, right? Like they would skin their knee, they would skin their elbow. And I would fall into this right away where I would start to trivialize their, oh, it's not so bad. Oh, don't worry about it. And what I didn't realize at the time was that I wasn't showing care to them in the way that they needed care. And so what was happening was I was making them feel unloved, unvalued, like they weren't tough or they weren't good enough. I was trivializing what they were going through. And we have a tendency to do this in real life as well, not just with our, not that our families aren't real life, but we have a tendency to do this in real life with the people that we lead and the people that we work with, that when they're going through something, we can tell them, ah, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. You know, I used to put, I put a lot of, I am intrinsically motivated, but I put a lot of emphasis on external recognition. And it's something I struggle with. Like, it's not something I'm proud of. It's something I struggle with. And it would happen when I was in the military. Like, sometimes I would take, like, awards and decorations. And those types of things would be an external manifestation for me of that I had done a good job. You know, and so when I wouldn't win or I wouldn't, I would take that to heart, right? I'm pretty competitive. And I would take that to heart. And what would happen is that often people around me would be like, ah, it's not a big deal. Just get over it. It's fine. But to me, it was a big deal. And it took me a while to get over it and to get my head back in the game sometimes, especially when I felt like I had worked particularly hard, like I had deserved it in my mind or in my eyes. But it's something that we do. Like if, if something is trivial or not, has far more to do with the person involved than it does with us. If something is, is a big deal, when my wife is upset with me, if it's a big deal or not, has far more to do with her perception than it does with mine. It's far more important that I recognize what she's experiencing and recognize what she's going through and recognize what she's feeling 
than it is for me to try to brush it off and try to convince her that what she's upset about actually isn't that big a deal. 100% of the time I've ever tried to do that, it didn't work out in my favor, ever. 100% of the time. I've never, ever, and, and I would love to hear from you if this has ever happened. Comment on this video, comment on Facebook if you're watching this on Facebook. Have you ever been able to talk someone out of being upset because it's not really that big a deal? It's very much like looking at somebody who's in a rage and telling them, hey bro, calm down. Like as far back as I can remember, no one has ever, I don't think in the history of the planet, go back to ancient Egypt to now, I don't think anyone has ever calmed down because somebody looked him in the eye and said, bro, calm down. Never. It always has the opposite effect. And that's trivializing. Even telling somebody calm down when they're upset, that's trivializing. Now we can say, hey, I understand you're upset. Let's lower our voice. That's very different than calm down, right? Very different. Hey, let's take a break for a second. I feel like our emotions are high. Very different than calm down trivializing what the other person is going through never works. And when it comes to mental health, it can have a serious negative repercussion as well. Second, we don't want to minimize the burden that they're carrying. And these two kind of appear very similar, right? We can trivialize something and then minimizing it as well. And I can understand a little bit how they could go hand in hand. But one of the ways that I think about this, it's not saying that it isn't a big deal. It's just I can minimize what they're going through because I look at their burden and I think, ah, I carry that burden easily. Physical pain is not a big deal to me, right? Like my wife, physical pain, if you pinch my wife like with your fingers just a little bit, like that hurts her and, and she doesn't like that very much, right? Not that I pinch my wife, but you get the idea. We've done, done these tests. And one time I remember my wife and I were like talking about pain thresholds and I, I was like, take these two boards and I let her put my skin between the two boards and just squeeze them basically as hard as she could because I just wanted to demonstrate that like, man, I got a really high pain tolerance. I don't know what was wrong with me at that time. But so she squeezed the board in my hand in between the two boards and it was like nothing, right? Like I just, I mean, it was unpleasant, don't get me wrong, but, but it, it didn't cause me to like recoil or tell her to stop. I just dealt with it. When my daughter Kyrie was little, we used to play um, games that we learned in Korea. Um, it used to be called Guy by Bo. I don't know what that actually means. So somebody tell me if it's a bad word, but right. But we used to play Guy by Bo where we do paper, rock, scissors. And the person who gets paper, rock, scissors, you know, if you win the game, you get to slap the other person on the forearm. And me and my daughter would play games like that. We'd play that. We'd play a couple other different kinds of games that were like physical consequence games. I don't want to say pain games, but like physical consequence games. And so for me, it's very easy to look at the pain that somebody else is going through and just minimize it and be like, hey man, it's no, it's no big deal. You got this. It's, it's okay. But the reality is, is that if the physical pain is okay or not, has everything to do with their pain tolerance and not mine. And the same thing is true with all of the people in our lives and the stuff that they're going through. If someone is, is carrying a burden that's too heavy for them, has a lot to do with their personality, it has a lot to do with their stress threshold, and it has a lot to do with how many other things that they're carrying, right? How many times does somebody get shot at McDonald's? Do you think that it's because the person in line just couldn't handle the fact that they got too much ketchup on their burger? No, they were carrying a mountain on their shoulders and, and then just snapped. The movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas is a great example of this. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend going out there and watching it. But don't assume that just because we can handle something, somebody else can handle it. And also don't assume that you can handle something just because you've handled it in the past. Because your current circumstances are far different than the circumstances you were under before. Something that broke you 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, you may be able to brush off now. And something you used to brush off, that may break you today. And so who you are, your current stress threshold, all of those things matter. They matter a lot. And then the last thing that we have a tendency to do when somebody is struggling is we under-communicate how much we care. They know. They know we're here for them. 
They know they can talk to me. They know that if they, they need something that they can come across the aisle and, and I'm here, my door is always open for them. But when somebody commits suicide or somebody's really struggling, every time I hear the same thing and people are always upset. Me too. Why? Because they didn't talk to us. Not because we didn't see it. It's because they should have reached out to us because we would have helped. Sometimes we might be angry at ourselves because we didn't see it as well. But the truth is, it's, it's about the fact that they didn't come to us because we would have done something about it because we care. But we often under-communicate that care because we don't realize how bad things are. We don't see it. We've minimized. We've trivialized. And so we under-communicate just how special people are. That's why time, vision, encouragement, the three concepts in the leader's garden are so important. They're preventative and rehabilitative. Rehabilitative. So if someone's burdened, the big takeaway for me as I go through all of these is to meet them where they are. You want to meet them where they are. Who are they? What is their personality like? What burdens are they carrying in their life right now? How much are they letting on that they're being impacted? Some people are icebergs. What you see is a fraction of what they're feeling. And other people are volcanoes, right? Like what you see is the impact, right? And, and so some people, and you got to know people well enough to know which one is which. When our volcano people get quiet, something's really going on. And when our quiet people become volcanoes, something's really going on. Good. And some of this, this comes naturally, right? So like, to me, that isn't the case. And everything with me has to be intentional or I don't do it at all. So for some of you, it comes natural. Like you just remember to check on, you know, justice, my son, to check on him, you know, every day. But for me, I forget. And so I have to do things like use Siri. And I'll tell her like, hey, Siri, every day at 11, remind me to call justice, something like that. And then she'll set a reminder and you can do that. There are hacks that help you with that. All right, so I'm going to wrap up this episode. This was a little bit longer of a um, midweek mindset than I normally do. Just know this. I got an eight-week coaching cohort that's coming up right now. It starts the week of 21 May, I believe. Let me check really quick. 21 June. Starts the week of 21 June. I only have room for about 12 people in this coaching cohort. It's going to be eight weeks of intense coaching with a very small group, and it's going to come with the giant coaching certification, five voices, five gears, giant toolkit sessions, 100x leader certification, everything in the kit. I'm trying to take everything in me and impart it into a small group of other human beings. That's what this is all about. And so it could be for you. It could be for somebody that works with you. Give me coal. I'm going to give you back a diamond. That's what I'm, that's what I'm giving. That's what I'm promising. So let's do this. June 21st, go to militarysherpa.com. You can see about halfway down the page, you can register for that. If you have any questions, info at marktilsher.com, mark at marktilsher.com. You can email any of those and we'll get back to you right away. So in that case, I'll see you guys soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilsher. 